I Should Have Known podcast with Soup's Andy and Tanner. It's a trivia podcast with a twist. Each episode, we dive into an interesting topic, and the host will share four big facts about it. But beware, one of those facts is total BS. Play along with the others to try to figure out which one is the lie, and by the end, you'll be saying, I should have known. Welcome to another festive episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. Today, we're going to learn about a classic Christmas staple, which is the centerpiece of any holiday decorations, is Christmas trees. And Soups is going to be giving us four facts, but you have to be very careful because one of those is not true. So let's see. Soups, what do you got for us? Yes. That's right. We are going to be talking about Christmas trees today. But before I begin, because you mentioned this is one of our festive episodes, are you guys in the festive mood yet? Not really. To me, Christmas needs to have snow. And so whenever there isn't snow in December, I just don't feel like it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then I can correctly assume that you do not have a Christmas tree yet. Correct. We have to be very creative with our Christmas trees. We have a one-room apartment, so I usually make a Christmas tree out of postcards, which I put on the wall in the shape of a Christmas tree. <laughs> we have ornaments that we will like tack to the wall, so it kind of looks like a tree. Yeah. But then the rest of the year, I take the ornaments down and just put more postcards up around the other ones, so then it just looks <laughs> right. like a square. And then during Christmas, I take the ones down again. <laughs> very so, creative. <laughs> And then the stockings go up and maybe some lights. And tell me something. Do you have any traditions around Christmas trees from your childhood? We would like decorate it. We would always pull all the ornaments from the basement and go through them and pick out the ones we want and look at all the ones I made as a kid or the like, first Christmas from when I got married and things like that. Yeah. But you didn't have a real tree, did you, Tam? No. No, we always had fake ones. Yeah, we had a fake tree. I remember one year we got a real tree. We did the whole, like, you go to the farm or whatever, and you go and chop one down. But my brother was super allergic to it. So it was a really, like, painful Christmas. <laughs> so we didn't do that again. The first decorated Christmas tree, do you know where it was or when it was? I would guess in Europe, 1600s. Europe, 1600s. What about you, Andy? I'm going to say, like, 19th century. Okay. Industrial revolution era all right i had always learned that they're german but i don't know if the germans decorated them also germany wasn't a country then in the time i gave so i don't know the first decorated christmas tree was in riga latvia in 1510 oh okay and soon later the first printed reference to christmas trees appeared in germany in 1531 mm, okay and something else on the guinness book of world records the tallest Christmas tree ever was erected in the North Gate Shopping Center in Seattle in 1950. It was a Douglas fir and it stood about 65 meters in height, 213 feet. So this record still hasn't been broken. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, now the trees aren't that tall anymore because everyone keeps cutting them down. Do you have a clear preference between artificial trees or the evergreens? I think it's easier to have a fake one because you don't have to clean up the needles. But honestly, I don't care. Okay. How old do you think are artificial trees? 
Hmm. Like, how long have they been available? Yes. Well, I imagine that you could have, like, done, like, a Charlie Brown kind of tree and called that, like, a fake tree. I'm thinking it's, like, around the time when plastics were becoming really big. Well, that's what I was getting at, that, like, if you're talking about the plastic kind, then, yeah, it'd have to be middle of 20th century. But is that really the first fake tree? Yeah. I'm going to say World War II. Okay. Worry not, because that's my first fact. Fact number one, artificial Christmas trees first originated in Germany around 1880. And so from Germany, it made its way to the U.S. later in the 19th century, where it became popular. The so-called trees were manufactured using goose feathers dyed green. Oh, that makes sense. And then attached to the wire branches. Now these branches were wrapped around a rod. That was the trunk. I would never have thought of using feathers. That's such a clever design. The goose feather actually fell out of fashion because they were not really sturdy and couldn't hold many ornaments. Mm -hmm. And I found a side note, very interesting. Around early 1900s, this company in England called the Addis Brush Company hit on the golden idea that there has to be a better way to make these artificial Christmas trees. The brush company was actually hugely popular because they made the first toilet brush. And they used the same bristles, of course, light green, to make fake Christmas tree leaves. <laughs> oh, wow. And nowadays, all artificial Christmas trees are made from PVC, plastic, and the majority of them are produced in China. Wow. Let's move on to some political facts. Oh, no. Political? <laughs> Let's talk about the national Christmas tree in the White House. Yes. Right? That President Donald Trump and First Lady Melania Trump officially lit. Yeah, this is a whole event in D.C. Where is the tree? It's located in President's Park between the White House and the Washington Monument. Yeah, it's not in the White House. Okay. So yeah, so this tree is about 30 feet tall. And Andy, do you know when this tradition started? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you about it because I looked it up. The whole tradition goes back to 1923 when the then president, Calvin Coolidge, he was the first one to light it up. Okay. Anyway, fact number two is in order to honor the U.S. hostages in Iran, in 1979, the national Christmas tree was not lit except for the uppermost ornament. Wow. So Amy Carter, who was the daughter of Jimmy Carter, lit a single star of light, which was at the top. The president promised that the other lights would turn on when the hostages would come back home safe. Mm -hmm. The hostages actually returned 444 days later, January 21, 1981, hours after Ronald Reagan gave his inaugural address. Huh. From the time Carter promised, it did take a while before the hostages came back. Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Or maybe I shouldn't have had any idea because you made it all up. Yeah. Very fascinating episode in contemporary history. Let's move on to fact number three. Yeah. Fact number three is Nikola Tesla's assistant, Coleman Sito, came up with the idea of electric lights for Christmas tree. Okay. So before electric Christmas lights, families used to use candles to illuminate Christmas trees. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, this was a dangerous affair and led to home fires all around. 
Coleman came up with the idea to have electric lights and he hand-wired 80 red, white and blue bulbs wrapped it around his Christmas tree. And the speciality of these Christmas trees was that it revolved and then he displayed it to everyone. Wow. And as I was saying that in 1923, the lighting of the National Christmas Tree, President Calvin Coolidge, he started this tradition and he did that using 3000 electric lights. Oh, that would be a big deal then. And General Electric, GE, it was the first mm-hmm. company to offer pre-assembled light kits. And they were reserved for the rich and the savvy. Definitely the iPhones <laughs> of their times. And I read some estimates that an average Christmas tree with electric lights before 1903 would cost around $2,000 in today's value. So it's like the, the lights came on the tree? Yeah, you buy the tree and the lights together, yeah, and then you assemble it. I still find like Christmas lights are like the worst part of the decorating season. I still have like nightmares of going outside in the freezing cold and putting them all over the bushes and in all the trees. You hated all chores. You were you were such a Scrooge. Yeah, but then also if one light was out, you had to go track it down in the entire string. It was <laughs> such a hassle. You had a really hard childhood. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> But when did Tesla's assistant do this? This is around the late 1800s because it became accessible for common people in the early 1900s. Okay. Because it took a while before it became famous, you know, for mass production and also to test the idea. And that's why it was packaged as a premium product for people who could afford it. Right. For only those with the greatest of Christmas spirits or wallets. (laughs) And that brings me to my last fact, fact number four. Rio de Janeiro hosts the most unusual Christmas tree, which is floating in the lagoon. So you have to understand, this is Christmas, Andy. As you mentioned, Christmas for you means snow, but it's summer in Rio. Yeah, right. And this unusual Christmas tree sits just inland from the famous Ipanema Beach. It's a major tourist attraction, this lighting of this tree, which is on the lagoon. And every year they have around 200,000 visitors who come to watch the fireworks and the lights. And of course, unfortunately, this year, that is 2020 because of the prevailing pandemic situation. The authorities have just announced that the floating Christmas tree would be under wraps and will not be open for public. Mm hmm. And in modern times, I think this floating Christmas tree has become like a major event in Rio's cultural calendar. But it also received like a lot of pushback due to Brazil's economic situation and civil unrest. For example, um, after the Summer Olympics in 2016, which Rio hosted, the Christmas tree wasn't unveiled for two years due to financial constraints. It made its way back in 2018 again. And this Christmas tree first appeared around. 20 years back and this whole event marks the unofficial beginning of summer season <laughs> oh wow There's that's funny season. that's like such a funny concept to think of they're like oh yeah it's the beginning of summer yeah christmas on a beach so it's in a lagoon and it's floating can you explain the floating part yeah Basically, on the river, there is a makeshift stage where it's then hosted. And there are like different vantage points in the city where you can go and um, see it. Okay. 
Very interesting. So those were my four facts about Christmas trees. Did you learn something new? Learned so many things. Well, I can't trust anything you say. (laughs) I won't know what I learned until I know what's not true. All right, can you run those four facts back for us, please? Absolutely. Fact number one, artificial Christmas trees first originated in Germany around 1880. Fact number two, in order to honor the U.S. hostages in Iran in 1979, the national Christmas tree was not lit except for the uppermost ornament. Fact number three, Nikola Tesla's assistant, Coleman Tito, came up with the idea of electric lights for Christmas trees. And fact number four, Rio de Janeiro hosts the most unusual Christmas tree floating in the lagoon. And one of those is a lie. Well, some part of it is a lie. Um, I'm thinking, I'm really interested in this Tesla one, but that might just be because he's so enigmatic. I think it's pretty believable that his assistant would have a hand in electric lights. Or it wasn't his assistant, it was him. him. Maybe that's the detail. But I'm also thinking the origin. The origin of artificial trees could easily have been somewhere else, some other time. Hmm. What do you think? I have no clue. Um, I would really like to believe that the second one isn't real because that's some propaganda-y stuff that I'm not really super <laughs> proud of or happy with. Okay. Okay, this is what I'm going to say. I think it was some other weirdly propaganda-y thing, but it wasn't 1979. It was Christmas 2001 after 9-11. Oh. I am swinging for the fences with this guess. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I like from. it. Taking a stab in the dark. Why not? Okay. Tanner, you went with the Nikola Tesla one. I'm going to say you just totally made that up. Okay. We've got four facts here. And Andy, you went with fact number two about the US hostages in Iran. Amazing thought process, let's say. And trying to be more straightforward. Tanner, you went with fact number three about Nikola Tesla's assistant. So what I'm happy to say is that one of you is correct. Question is who? I'm proud of us, though. I'm proud that, that we, you know, one of us got... That was hard. <laughs> Between two and three, the one which is true and totally did happen is fact number two. Amy Carter did only light a single star of light, which was at the top. Yes, fact number Three is totally untrue. It was actually not Nikola Tesla's assistant. It was Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison's assistant who came up with the idea for electric lights uh, for Christmas in 1882. And they were mass produced in 1890. Wow. Nikola Tesla was dead. (laughs) See, you could have included the date. And I still wouldn't have gotten that because I didn't, I definitely didn't know when Nikola Tesla lived. I should have known. Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get extra fun facts and to let us know what you want to hear in future episodes. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can even let your friends know about your new favorite trivia podcast.
雰囲気。雰囲気。